New designs in the Camaramoli collection. Click the link below. And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Camaramoli Show. Across from me is Ming Chen. What's up, everybody? And I'm Camaramoli. Now, I bet a lot of you are asking. Why did you have such a long intro when the Giants um, missed the playoffs last week? Yes. And I'm, like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, I would have been pissed, but yeah, what, something happened last night. What, what, a, what could have what could have gotten Cameron Willie so happy today? Uh, well, uh, as you guys know, the World Junior Championships in hockey, at least in men's hockey, have been going on um, recently, and, and the uh, United States played in the gold medal game. Against Canada after finally beating Finland. Yes, because uh, how many years has it been in the World Juniors? The U.S. I, has been I don't getting know. You, you tell me because I can't. Finland. Yeah, fin- like for so many years that we've been getting smacked by the Finns. Finns, man, they can play hockey. It's a, it's a cold weather climate there. It's like it's, they're cold weather people. They play. what <laughs> those Scandinavians and their hockey. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> it's the Ludafis. I mean, you got the. <laughs> The salt cod, like whatever weird I'm, food I'm up there. Still, I I still don't forget Capo Caco a couple years ago at the at the World Juniors. Yeah, or whoever scored that that goal against uh, against the Americans to traumatize me. Yeah, somehow. And then last night, gold medal game. Who else is there? But our brothers to the north, Canada. Yes, and. In the majority of situations, USA and Canada are like this. Yeah, we like we each other. Gr- we have a good relationship. We we both have both have good food. We both have we both like Rush. We <laughs> we we both uh, we both like each other's beer. Yeah, sure. The but, Timbits but, have found their way south. We love Timbits. Like we love Tim Hortons. Like and, Tim Hortons. In, in return, they maybe like Dunkin' Donuts, but. But it's nothing compared to Tim Hortons, sure. from what I've heard. I, I watch Mike Myers movies. Uh, we like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, it's yeah. A- we both like Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. and they like they like Austin Matthews. Sure. <laughs> so, so it's a good symbiotic relationship it between uh, our brothers to the north, and we both have our Independence Days in early July. Sure. So that's another thing we have in common, but. When it comes to hockey, we hate each other. Yeah. There is nothing. The biggest, a top five rivalry in all of North American hockey is the United States and Canada yes. in international competition. Goes and back a long way. So many years, going back to in the Olympic Games, even though the U.S. has come up uh, empty-handed ever since 1980. Um, we've played the Canadians on a fair share of occasions, and the Olympics—they've beaten us. In the although in the World Juniors, it has been uh, more even, if you will. Um, um, in the past two times uh, we played the Canadians in the gold medal game, we beat them. Yeah, and that is what happened last night. Yeah. The United States struck gold for the first time since 2017, I believe. Yeah. Where, uh, where of course we all know what happened there. It was in the it was the big shootout, and then a bunch of Canadians went seething on Twitter about how the shootout was 
an illegitimate way to win and how, oh, hey, bud, you didn't win. Uh, Come on. In, you're a frig off, bud. You didn't win legitimately. Yeah, yeah, Come yeah, on, you boys. Ho- yeah, you hoser. Get the hell out get of here. Uh, get out get of here. Get the hell out of here, bud. And then I'm... Take off, eh? <laughs> I'm trying to go for more of a trailer park, boys. Oh, okay. Like, okay. Yeah. You frig off, boys. Frig <laughs> off. Frig off. You didn't win in a... In, a, in the right way, but yeah. guess what happened? They won in regulation by a score of two to nothing. Yeah, legit win. Legit uh, win um, in regulation. Trevor Zegris, who's been a beast this entire tournament. Yeah, I wish he. I wish. He, I wish the Devils could have drafted him, but uh, <laughs> I mean, they probably had an opportunity. They probably had an opportunity to draft him, but I think uh, he was in the Jack Hughes draft. Sure. So I'd obviously rather take Jack Hughes over Trevor Zegers. Sure. <laughs> if I'm being completely honest, but. Sure. Zegers, he had the say the I'd consider it to be the game winner in the second period. Yep. And uh, a shout out to a Devils prospect on the on Team USA, uh, Patrick Moynihan. He was uh, he was on that team. He was a fifth round pick last year, and yep. I believe he was recommended to Ray Shero by Jack Hughes. So so Moynihan. Uh, Kudos to him. All right, well done. That was a good. That was a good suggestion. Unlike uh, you know, say Daniel Snyder and uh, his, <laughs> his his meddling to get Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, Dwayne yeah. Haskins. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. was a good recommendation. Yeah, and uh, and what can I say other than Spencer Knight, the the U.S. goalie? All I can say is that the Florida Panthers got themselves a stud. Yeah. At that pick, he was taken, I believe, twelfth overall in twenty nineteen. Um, made a good choice. That guy stood on his head <laughs> that that entire game, and in the third period, it was they were breathing down his neck the entire time. Yep. It was just Canadian cycle after Canadian cycle, shot after shot, and then save after save, scramble after scramble, but nothing happened. Yeah, Nothing sure. happens. And he found a way to outduel Canadian starting goalie and also Florida Panthers prospect. Hey, the Florida Panthers organization is very happy about this about this game. Uh it's uh Devin Levi, his name was. And he played a hell of a game too. Um he only allowed two goals and and the the Zegris goal was kinda weird or kinda bounced off the end board and then it just ended yeah, up on he a found stick. The net. He found the net, though, man. It just ended up that's, on a stick. Hey, bottom line is, ended up back in back of the net. Yeah. So yeah, you know what that's called? It's called hockey. That's called a goal. It's called hockey. It's called a good, good clean goal, eh? Yeah, that's a good, clean goal, and it was two nothing for the U.S. And all I can say is that this was this was a miracle. Okay, the U.S. was not. A better team than the Canadians. The Canadians came into this game. They were undefeated, but forget not even losing a single game. They've never trailed in this never entire trailed. tournament. I don't, if, they they I, never trailed in this entire tournament. And I did, believe from something that I saw, um, they had 19 first-round picks on that roster. Yeah. They did were beyond right stacked. To, they did not let a five-on-five goal. Was that, the only goal scored on them were in power during power plays. Did I read this right? Somebody backed me up. I thought I read this. I holy, you know. Was, uh, I think the Zegers goal was on even strength. But I know the yeah. Turcotte, I mean, no, yeah. But, until but, this game, I meant. But but the Turcot goal, 
was on the power play. Yeah. I believe. But still, total domination. It wasn't domination. It was more Spencer Knight standing on his head. But Okay. But this... Well, I meant the Canadians just McBride, totally dominated uh, yeah, the Yeah, the, the Canadians just absolutely dominated. And, uh, yeah, I think Zagros even mentions, like, you know what? This We got a chance to win this. Uh, Canadians, they haven't really been tested this whole tournament. Yeah, good point. They were never tested in that entire tournament. Yeah. They, I think they had, I, forgive me if I'm wrong, but in their group, I believe they had Germany, Switzerland, and Sweden. And don't get me wrong, Germany has been a rising force in right. the international hockey world. I mean, Leon Dreisaitl, hello. But there was a... In the USA, we weren't exactly... Never mind, wait, the Canadians actually had Finland in their group. Yeah, so, so yeah. and It's Finns, man. Yeah, the Finland got a good team. But, uh, yeah, USA lost, lost their first you, game to Russia, but... And if it's one thing that gets Americans <laughs> riled up oh, to accomplish something, sure. it's the threat of being one-upped by Russians. So is, you know, ever since uh, the fifties, maybe even yeah, beforehand. Ever since, ever <laughs> since the you know, probably before. Ever since the Iron Curtain went up, it's yeah. always been uh, Russia. Yeah, it's been Russia and something that yeah, gets. Yeah, that, that loss definitely woke them up. I think. Oh uh, yeah, the next game they absolutely whooped Austria. <laughs> uh, I, it was like they were taking out their aggression or something, but yeah, 11, 11 to zero zip yes, victory. It's like, God, next game. But they on were that next on, on that same day, uh, Canada beat Germany sixteen to two. So, it yeah, yeah, Germany hasn't. They're I mean they're they're not bad. I mean I remember in the Olympics, which was I don't the 2018 Olympics in hockey. Those were Mickey Mouse Olympics, okay? So, um, it does, although Germany beat Canada in those Olympics, and it was funny to watch. Right. And the Germans, <laughs> after they they lost to Russia in that gold medal game, which that was such a a fluky gold medal for Russia right. because everybody knew they were going to win. They threw all of their top NHL talent on the ice. <laughs> it was exactly like like the Cold War. It was exactly like the Cold War days right. where all they did was throw out professional hockey yep. players. Yeah. Yeah, best of the best threw them out there. I'm a firm believer in thinking that that Soviet national team was the best hockey team ever assembled. Ever. Like the Russian Five? Yeah. You had... Uh, yeah, um, God, I, I forgot all their names, but I I know they had a, the only goalie I know, or the only player that I know specifically from that team was Vaslav Trechiak. Right. And I remember when I heard that the the Russian that came out of the draft, uh, Askarov, when the Russian media was comparing him to Trechiak, I'm yeah, like, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. back up, back I'm up. I'm like, whoa, dude. Right, right. Trechiak, Trechiak belongs in the... He's he belongs in the conversation for being a top five goalie of all time. He's a legend. Let's no be doubt. honest. No doubt. What was so funny is that the Russian coach, um, and I'm not trying to draw too many parallels to the Miracle on Ice from this game, but <laughs> but I, I the, did see your I saw your tweet, but, which uh, you should be Ziger, following. But Zigris was talking about um, like you said before, he was talking about how they weren't battle tested, right? 
which um I mean they played they played the Finns. I did beat them four one. But the U.S. beat the Swedish four nothing. They did so. So they were they've definitely been battle tested. Right. And you no, know, the U.S. they they beat a. Um, the Canadians and the U.S. and the quarterfinals, I believe, uh, took care of uh, Czechoslovakia. Yep. Um, and the semifinals, Canada whooped Russia five nothing, and the U.S. Out. barely beat Finland four to three. Four to three. Um, in case you guys are curious, um, the Finns beat the Russians handily in the bronze medal game, right? Four to one, and then of course, and the, the main the, event, and then the U.S. shuts out Canada two nothing. Main event, yeah. If uh, I, good way to start twenty twenty one. Well, yeah, a little national good pride. Way. Yeah, good way and national pride. And uh, you know, let's be honest here, hockey's Canada's game, man. It was, it was, Dude, hockey is Canada's game. But um, it would be it like, like a bunch of Canadians beating the Americans at football. Like that's that's the magnitude. Well, yeah, magnitude well, they're there. a little more evenly matched when it comes to hockey. Let's sure, be fair. Sure, sure. And sure. also, can I mention something? <laughs> Absolutely. Those jerseys. That the Americans wore in that gold medal game. Oh, I shouldn't say the Americans. Say we. We. Just we're yes. Americans. We, we okay? are. We were born in this country. We were born in this country. We were raised in this country. Right. And and the good Lord willing, we'll die in this country. But Yes. <laughs> or in a tropical and, island somewhere, peacefully in our sleep. All I can say is those uniforms that we wore <laughs> last night. Oh, man. Those were some uniforms. And, and don't get me wrong, the USA hockey jerseys. Those are fine looking. Those look fine, but you look at those uniforms, which were inspired by, um, <laughs> by nineteen eighty. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, there's yeah, there's no doubt about that. I love it. Like they were, but they have the USA diagonal instead of just across the chest. Yeah. One of these days, I should get like a Zach Parise classic USA jersey. No, I, no, not Zach Parisa. What the hell am I talking about? I get a TJ Oshie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what what kind of idiot am I? Dude, I'd get a TJ. Dude, that guy's Captain America. Yeah. Parise defected to Minnesota. <laughs> oh, please. Screw him. No, I, I, Parise. Okay. I respect him. He wanted to go home. What? What? The Devils could have kept. Devils wanted to save money for Kovalchuk. Blah, blah, Dude, blah. Like, also, that Parise <laughs> contract is turning out to be a total disaster in Minnesota. Right. Dude, Zach Parise and Ryan Suter were the reason for the 2013 lockout. Pretty, <laughs> pretty much, yes. Like, like, like you know how teams don't can't go more than eight years on a contract. Yes, those two guys are why. Right, <laughs> you can blame them. Yeah, you can blame them. I, uh, I'm looking at a highlight image here. Uh, you know, U.S. They got their gold medals, but uh, yeah, the 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 that's a little cup, man. <laughs> Whatever the IAHF World Juniors Cup. So they could, they could have made it a little bigger, it, but it's not the I know not, it's not the, the size, but it's the I know, scope, it's of the course. scale. It's the I'm, mass I'm, just, of I'm it. just saying, you know, like, just saying. The, the, the World Juniors is the <laughs> second biggest um, hockey hockey tournament, other than the Stanley Cup playoffs right. a- annually, annually at least. That's what I'm saying. They could make you know they could make a little bigger cup. That's all I'm saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, all things considered, it's but. Um, yeah, Im- impressive win, impressive performance. Shut out the Canadians. Shut them out. That is unheard of. A team that hasn't trailed all tournament yeah. got shut out. Yeah. And Spencer Knight, that is just purely, 
purely his doing. He has been so great. Yeah, big ups to him. Um, keep tabs on any of the other Devils prospects. Uh, not draft draftees. Mukamadin. Hakuna Matata had a really bad tournament. But I heard all I heard was just giveaway after giveaway after That's giveaway. Well, and I know that this fan base, like, they hate uh, Makuma Dulan. Right. But for a guy whose name can quickly be turned in, into Hakuna Matata, <laughs> sure. he he doesn't mean no more worries. Right. But well, that guy's going to make me worry whenever he gives away the puck, yeah. if he makes it to the NHL. We'll see. If he makes it to the NHL at that. I think he's big dude, right? I think that he got drafted for size. Right, he was a but, big guy, and he played in the KHL. Yeah, but yeah, you can't, can't, uh, Devils give away enough pucks. Can uh, oh, well, yeah, <laughs> Dude, you, you, the Devils just need guys who can who can just play some defense. Right, they just, they just need defense. Right. And by the way, um, NHL hockey, not for the Devils, but um, NHL hockey in general starts one week from today. Oh, you're right. Today, January. Today is the sixth. Yep. In one week, we'll be watching uh, hockey. Devils uh, open. Devils open on up fourteenth. Fourteenth. Right? Yeah. Opening at the Rock against uh, the Bruins. And <laughs> I mean, would you prefer you know in that real line division? Uh, you know, would any other team like make you excited? It's all. It's, it's they're all tough, man. Islanders. This, this division is murder. It is. This division is just straight up murder. It is. And again, for them to make the playoffs, they got to be a top four team in that division. <laughs> they play; it's gonna be it's tough, man. They're Cap, not caps. making the play. They're not making the playoffs. They're not making. Play- All I can hope for is that they take steps from last year. Like remember how Progress. last year, before everything went crashing down, they actually started to look good. Yeah, remember that. Remember when we were. I think I remember before the, the shutdown. Like, whoa, they they could make the playoffs. I mean, uh, we weren't thinking that. But I, I was looking at the I was looking at, looking at, I, looking at the I was looking at the standings. I'm like, it. they're not that far. Even before they uh, let they're out. only 14 points out. All we need to do is to win seven games in a row. And yeah, they, you're right. They were playing good. They were winning. They look good. Right. Yeah, they were playing they well. Good. Yeah, yeah, they were playing well. Um, and Jack Hughes. Oh, let's talk about this. Okay. Oh, Jack Hughes, or as I like to call him now, Jacked. Yes. Um, via Amanda Stein on Twitter says that he put on over the offseason and we expected him to put on some um, put on some mass, if you will. Right. Uh, yeah, I put the work in this summer. I think it's going to pay off. That's but, what he says. But here's the here's the number. OK. What have you heard? Um. Via Amanda Stein. Okay. Um, he put on. Let's uh, check. Give, give, uh, give me the number. Check the numbers. The number? uh, oh, oh, uh, fourteen pounds of muscle. Wow, fourteen. Okay, that's of, and that's not just standard, like, um, that's not just like normal like weight weight. That's it's muscle. muscle. It's muscle. So. Last year he he came into the to the offseason the shutdown weighing I think a hundred and sixty four pounds and I think now he weighs I think from what I heard from the official weigh in he weighs 
180 pounds. With 14 of that guaranteed to be muscle. Wow. And the only weight that he gained was muscle. Wow. That, I mean, percentage-wise, that's a lot. That's a lot. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Okay. 14 pounds. Yeah, that's like 10% of his body weight in muscle. 10% of his body weight that he just added in muscle. Right. Uh, that is awesome. <laughs> yes. Just, All right. So he, I don't know. He ate the ate the he ate the weight gain nine thousand. Like seen, Cartman gave him some of that. Yeah, beefcake. Beef you seen this beefcake? You know what he was eating? Hold on, hold on. Let me grab it. Let me grab it. One <laughs> second. All right, you Cameron's uh, Cameron's finding something. I don't know what he's grabbing, but uh, he's he's. He's got oh right right all right now I know what he what he's grabbing now I know what he's grabbing so uh, he was eating yeah this is what he's eating ladies and gentlemen he was eating his mingies he was eating his mingies he ate his mingies everybody so uh yeah he was eating all the mingies he was coming back he was eating two boxes a day you don't gain fourteen pounds of muscle over one off season without eating at least two to five boxes of mingies getting bigger getting stronger. Just he developing up, my game, he woke becoming up in a the better morning. player. He woke up uh, in the morning. I love this quote. I made eating my job this summer. Yeah. What a eating job. what? Eating these. He was eating his mingies. Yeah. Eating all the mingies. That's awesome. So, <laughs> that is uh, that is great. They had a, a nice long off season, And, uh, yeah, now he's ready to go again. So, in uh, eight months. About eight month off season. So, he got a little... Uh, <laughs> Can't really not eating Bingy's uh Big League Chew. Right. All right. <laughs> he grabs a Big League Chew, everybody. Wow. Okay, this is good. If he had um I mean even if he had come back, I gave ten pounds of muscle, I would have impressed. Fourteen I'd still be that's impressed. No, that's no small feat. Fourteen match. It's no small feat. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how much they drug tested him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he did it cleanly. But fourteen pounds they, uh, of muscle. Eight months. That's uh, that's very impressive. So he was lifting, eating protein, lean protein, eating all, clean. All he did was eat chicken breasts the entire offseason. I'm sure. I'm sure of it. All right. Like, I'd be hard pressed to find a healthier food in the world than just pure, right? Like lean right. chicken breast, tuna, whatever. It like took. not fried, just pure chicken breast. Egg that, whites. Because that, that's protein. Yeah. Like I ate chicken breasts and egg whites yeah. every. No, he made a chicken breast and an egg white sandwich. Oh, no way. He couldn't eat the bread because that's too many carbs. Yeah. He put on all the muscle. He's ripped. And I think, like, I'm, I'm putting stock in Hughes this year. I think he's going to, he's going to bust I out. Do. He's gonna I do. I want to see him pushing defensemen around. I want to see defensemen bouncing off of him as he skates with the puck down the ice, going top shelf. Scoring goals. I want to see him saucing up oh, premier yeah. passes oh, 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 oh. to Kyle Palmieri. Yes. Saucing up one tease at the point to PK Subban. Yes. Wire to wire. Yes. Um, all right. This is great news. This is. And uh, what I've been hearing, uh, a training camp line combination I have been seeing recently. Ooh, okay. Of course, uh, Hughes and Palmieri have been playing on, I think, first line reps, yeah. which. Which uh, Jack Hughes, I think, um, he should at least be getting a chance at first line reps. Sure. 
And Nico Escher last year, he frankly did better on the second line with guys like Pavel Zaka. And when he resigns, Jesper Bratt. So, because I'm seeing all these... That's right, I don't want to get too sidetracked on the okay. Bratt thing, but... My point is, I've been seeing Hughes and Palmieri on the line with... You know who I've been seeing? Andreas Janssen. Okay. Um, Off-season addition via trade for Joey Anderson yeah. from the Toronto Maple Leafs. Right. So. Interesting. I mean, Andreas Janssen's a 20-goal scorer, battle-tested, and he's play, he played like second-line minutes at most on Toronto. Right. On a team that had Austin Matthews and John Tavares on right. it. So, I'm not, I'm not shocked that he's going to be getting big minutes. Um, uh, Hughes, definitely. I mean, Janssen's more of a goal scorer. Hughes needs uh, a trigger man, at least temporarily. Right. Before uh, Holtz is eventually ready to right. make the step. Wow. This is great news. I didn't know it was 14 pounds of muscle. Mm, it was big. Again, Mingy's in weight game 4,000. That's, right. That's right. I'm loving these reports coming out of training camp then. All, all I need to see is a product on the ice now. <laughs> I hope to God we get one, unlike last year, because last year all we got all offseason was flash with no substance. Right. And Hughes, another year of Hughes, that could be... I think uh, this year we're going to be getting a really good gauge on what he is. Yep. If he doesn't produce, then I'd be getting a little. <laughs> you get worried. I get worried. Uh, a little worried, we, pessimistic. We, that you that never happens to you. Oh yeah, I never. Get <laughs> you never worry, especially with the Devils. Never. <laughs> you, you never worry. Oh, especially never I, with uh, the Devils. I, I never. All right. Uh, next That's week can't. Next week can't come soon enough. Then. Well, I mean, I just want to see these guys go out there and compete. I right. look like a complete team. I want to see structure. Do you know what I mean? I just, like, because for, cause for the last few months, I've been talking about the Devils under one main theme for for all my time on the show. Um, direction. For years, um, even under Ray Sarah, for as good of a GM as I thought sure. he was, um, he, he and uh, Lou Lamorello before him, Never put them in any direction. We always never knew where they were going. And Tom Fitzgerald, um, who, by the way, is a wizard, Tom Fitzgerald, um, has been making great moves, and he's been putting the Devils in a direction, although it's not the direction that some impatient fans, like me, don't want to <laughs> see, which is the, the rebuilding approach. And You impatient? No. Never. <laughs> Never. I have no clue what you're talking about. That is fake news. Well, for a long time, Devils, Devils didn't have to worry about direction. They would make the playoffs uh, year after year. Well, well then, we uh, knew what they were. Yeah. They were a playoff contender. Right. And for a few years there, they were a cup contender. You know? Um, yeah, sure. And then like in the trap years and in <laughs> 2012, which I still don't know how the hell that year happened. No, I, I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. It looked really bad after 2010. So, yeah, and, and it, it was like after uh, that time where wasn't that the year where the Devils went like 21 and three and the season, and they still missed the playoffs yes, because they, they started so horribly. They started like five and 22 or something. Imagine if we just stayed the course that year and sucking, we could have ended <laughs> up with like Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Sure, sure. 
But, you know, as we'll talk about later, you play to win. So we'll, talk, oh. we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll, uh, let's, let's, <laughs> we'll, You're going to be surprised to see my take on this. I, on, on yeah, that I probably on the, will. On the whole you play to win the game situation. I, I probably will. Um, yeah, I uh, going into the season, though, who's, who's looking the strongest here? Well, I mean, uh, on the Devils, certainly my... My big stock guy, there's always a couple of guys on all my teams that I watch each year that I put stock into. Hughes is my guy on yes. the Devils this year. I'm sure. putting a lot of stock in Hughes. Okay. I think he's I hope gonna, that stock pays off. Like, I'm putting stock in him. He is he's a smart buy right now. It's a, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a risky buy, but it's a smart one. Okay. Because Hughes, if he pays off, I could see him putting up 65, 70, Maybe I wouldn't say eighty, not yet. Right. But Hughes is definitely on my list for guys that I think are gonna really bust out for the Devils this year. Um, obviously some other guys. Um, I'm very excited to see uh, Pavel Zaka. Strangely enough, I'm a I'm a you're you, big, you're, you're, you you're know big, I'm a I'm a fan Zaka of. Supporter. I'm a fan of Pavel Zaka because you know Absolutely. what? I he doesn't piss me off. He's one of those guys. You know, That's no small you know, feat, my friend. You know he's not. He's not what we drafted him at, but he's an essential part of this team. Right. He's a guy who can. He's a power forward. West size. He can get the pucks in deep. He can fish pucks out. Throw them out to the slot. And he has a little bit of a scoring touch, which was explored a little bit last year, yep. but. Couldn't really be truly thrusted upon before um, the before the Corona Chan, and then. But I think this year, I think he's going to be playing a lot of minutes with Nico Heischer, which I, I I'm a I'm a big fan of the Heischer Zaka Brat line combination. Yep. I think that's a perfect second line because Zaka. Pablo Zaka, for some reason, with just Rat, just works. It just works. And uh, I know what you guys are probably asking. I know you're probably thinking, where does Nikita Gusev fit in all of this? Right. And tell me. I'll tell you because I like Goose. He's a uh, you know you know I I always he's, think he's a solid player. I think the Goose. He's he's not loose yet, but <laughs> he'll, he's gonna be loose. Okay. The Goose we'll, will be we'll set see. loose we'll this see. year. But he's a he's a good guy that you can put in your middle six. I think he's going to be. I think it will fit on the third line with uh, Travis Zajac and like Nick Markley or something like okay. that. Just <laughs> like he he doesn't have Blake Coleman with him anymore, right. which could do him something. Or or he could possibly be on the second line and Zaka gets moved to center and. And something like that happens, although the Pavel Zaka at center experiment is a thing that's been going on for two years too long, and I'm sick of it. Actually, three years too long because they tried it when they made the playoffs. Right. It didn't work. Dude, Taylor Hall really carried that team. Wow, we had Pavel <laughs> Zaka as our second-line center. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But um, in terms of defense, um, there's definitely a couple guys... Uh, I'm a fan of Will Butcher, Damon Severson. Because Damon Severson, for some reason, always comes up in big moments. Otherwise, he's always the guy that gets the big goal in the third period to tie the the game or break the tire, put him up by two goals. Severson just seems to always be there. You hear his name a lot. 
like, well, I'm talking about in big situations because Severson most of the time is just uh, your run-of-the-mill two-way defender. But Severson, he's he's there when when uh, you know chips are down and you really need a goal. Damon right. Severson's there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, again, Butcher and our guy, um, he has kind of fallen off in the last couple of years, but I think if you put him with the right guys, who <laughs> big guys you man? Um, it, you're not just, so subtle hint there, but yes, just put him. You know, just put him with a guy who will, you know, take care of business. Right. And I, I think uh, Butcher can at least come close to his rookie totals. Um, another guy I've been hearing about is uh, a trade piece that the Devils got back for uh, Sammy Vatnim from the Hurricanes. Uh, a Finnish guy, so don't. Forgive me if I butcher his name okay. like I do with most Finnish guys. <laughs> okay. Um, Jane Kuokkanen. <laughs> Kuokkanen. Yeah. Kuokkanen. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So um, I've been hearing a lot about him. He'll probably crack the roster out of training camp. At least I think. Um, another guy, Yegor Shan. Yegor Sharangovich from Russia. Actually, yes. no, he's from Belarus. Belarus, from Minsk. Whoa, what the hell? From Minsk, Minsk, 6'2", 196. Big guy. Big dude. Big dude. But, um, yeah, I'm, I've been hearing good about him. You know a guy who I think is going to be a surprise to not make the roster? Uh, who is that? Miles Wood. I, I, I don't know if Wood makes the roster. I've been... I've been conflicted on him and would um at most he's a fourth liner. If if he makes it. I really liked him in twenty eighteen. He was my guy in twenty eighteen. If you asked me who my favorite doubles player yeah, was in twenty eighteen, I was like, Oh yeah, Miles Wood. Oh, he's my guy. <laughs> because he was fast and he could score. Right. And Wood is still fast, but he can't score. Right. All the guy does is run into the boards. He can't skate. <laughs> Yeah, we need a left winger who can score. Yeah, well, a fourth-line left winger, which I think it might end up being Nick Merkley. So. All right, watch out, everybody. Was, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Merkley. Yeah. I think he's going to be the, other than Dawson Mercer, he's going to be the big piece to come back from the Hall trade, along with the cap space. But I mean, that's what we're hoping for, right? So Yeah, hope. Nick Merkley and cap space. What we're hoping for. Other than Dawson Mercer. Yeah. Gonna be, gonna be good. Yeah, this still this schedule with the weird baseball format is. It's fun. I like it. Yeah, we're going to be talking about the Devils would split a set against the Flyers. So the Devils usually play a two game set against the Flyers. They yeah. split the set. Right, right, and they'll still be uh, they'll be they'll be in it if they can split this series. <laughs> Do we call it a series? Almost we, like we call it a two game set. Two in baseball, game set? In baseball, that's what we call it. We call it a set. Set. Okay. We'll just we'll just talk like how we talk in baseball. Okay. There are, All right. The best we can hope for is a split in this two game set. It's like okay. Like I could hope for a split in this two game set. <laughs> Shoot, man! Now that things are so weird, they should have just put like three of them together. Like just make yeah, it like, <laughs> like three game three game set against you know the Penguins. Get, yeah. Knock off almost half the games they have to play for the season. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> Yeah, get all the Penguin games out of the way. Yeah, right? 
Yeah. Get them all out of the way. Not just yeah. have all our games against the Bruins be back to back to back to back so to back eight, to back to back. Eight, eight in a row. Or no, four in a row. I guess okay. they play, they'll do four at home for okay. a while. Okay. Yeah, they could have done that. Yeah, they could have just done that. Yeah. I want to get the games against the Bruins out of the way. Because oh. that team is murder. To the devils, at least. They are murder. That be that would be nice. And then, they, God, and then there are, there are like, a couple, you know, they're rare, but they're, they're uh, the, was it February 22nd, 23rd, they play back-to-backs, uh, Buffalo and the Islanders, which uh, could could get interesting. Yeah, other than know, that. But there's a series in April. Just uh, click the calendar, head yep, over to April. It. 13th to the 19th. Oh, or, it was a four, 13th okay. to the 18th. Four game series against the dreaded New York Rangers. Yes, one at home, two away, and then one back home the next night. Yeah, the thirteenth at the Rock, the fifteenth at the Garden, the seventeenth at the Garden, and then the eighteenth at the Rock. Could be interesting. So man. it'd be nice if they were kind of you know somewhat in the hunt by this point. Yeah, they're not going to be. No. <laughs> they're playing for pride at that point, and the Rangers are looking like a killer team. Because yeah. we keep forgetting that they got Lafreniere. Oh, God. <laughs> Lafreniere. That, that, that's going to suck. Lafreniere. That's really going to suck. It is. <laughs> There's no way around that. I, uh, yeah. But what are you going to do? That's 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 uh, that's how the chips fell this year or last year. Yeah. For the draft. That's how the chips fell. Uh, yep. Well, I'm I uh, I'm happy they'll they'll be able to get 56 games in. Yeah, I'm happy that we're playing hockey. Oh, fingers Again, crossed. This young group. Fingers crossed. I don't assume anything. This, this young year, group will have uh, the only good that can happen for them is for them to play games, get experience. Right, and uh, and uh, you don't we'll, learn some lessons. We, we love the P word here at the camera. Will you show progress? Yes. Progress. 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 Yeah. It's always well, you know, new muscle, new head coach. Probably a couple, you know, couple new players. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Who hey, knows? It could. Hey, hey, train arrives early. If the if the crop that. if the crop harvests a couple years early, which is like what happened with the Yankees. Because remember when when the Yankees in 2017 they were considered to be in the deep rebuild. Sure. And uh, but we then were, all of a sudden, everyone we were just supposed <laughs> to be thinking now was going to be the time that the Yankees would start. Right. But you, know, you had a couple couple guys just start hitting bombs. Yeah, Aaron, great. yeah, that's what happens when Aaron Judge hits <laughs> Judge, even, you know, even you know Sanchez was uh, <laughs> was Sanchez like, was raking, right? Uh, Gregorius raking. Yeah. Severino suddenly becoming a Cy Young finalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's so much uh, from that 2017 year happened. Anyways, I'm not going to swoon yeah, over the you never 2017 know. I, uh, Yankees uh, too uh, long. Uh, you know, Subban returns to form. Who knows, man? Okay, PK Subban returning to form. That would be that would be fun. Because I, lo- but PK Subban is one of my favorite players to watch. Right, and he is just he, he's even more fun when that he's good. slap shot. <laughs> he's even more funny when he's good. And he and yeah, yeah, he knows. Hopefully. Uh, Hopefully, with Lindsey Vaughn not distracting him anymore, because they, like, did you hear I, that they just they just broke up? Yeah, they <laughs> so, uh, they were they were engaged and uh, I, I, called I, off the engagement. They, they weren't they weren't engaged, were they? I believe they were. I I wouldn't doubt it, but they 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 weren't engaged. No, it if they were engaged, then I 
Uh, uh, here we are, August 23rd, 2019. Olympic skier Lindsey Vonn is engaged to New Jersey Devils, P.K. Subban. Uh, yes, broke off the engagement. Yikes. Now, we've seen this before where two athletes and, uh, you know, these Hollywood <laughs> relationships. Most, most notably, Joe DiMaggio and Marilyn Monroe. Right. Um, uh, I always go back to Matt Kemp and Rihanna. Matt Kemp oh goes out with God. Rihanna, doesn't do so well. Breaks up with her, and I remember, I remember, I remember this clearly because I had him on my fantasy team after oh, they I'm, broke up, and he went off, man. He was like, "Oh, now I'm not distracted. I, 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 I don't know what I don't know what was going on, but he he had a great year at the year after he broke up with her. You know, I, I, listen, I'm a, I, I, I'm all for love." But if it's distracting you from your your profession, uh, you know our beloved professional athletes for performing their best, well then I'm not for it. Then no distractions, it, typically a good thing. So, yeah, I I wouldn't be shocked if all oh, of a sudden, yeah. you know, maybe, um, yeah, it, it it can be distracting. Uh, sports, physical game, absolutely. It's also a mental game. Yes, <laughs> it's yes. also a mental game. So, uh. Yeah, I, I, you never know. We've seen it before. That's all I'm yeah. saying. There's precedent <laughs> for things like this happening. And, you know, did Lindsey Vaughn distract PK from playing his best hockey last Probably. year? Probably. <laughs> Let's, like, I, I want to stop short of saying I hopefully yes, but. I saw more of his uh, Instagram account with him and Lindsey Vaughn working out. Oh. More than him scoring goals right. from the point. Right. Yeah. So, I, so this okay. is what happens to guys after they break up. And hey, man. Personally, personally I've, I've never been through a breakup. I've never been through a relationship. So I can't tell anybody here what going through a relationship sure, sure. or going through a breakup feels right. like. Um. Uh, However. There, there, um, there, there are some guys that get motivated after a relationship. You sure. Know, uh, you know, they feel deserted. Now they go back to the gym. They put in the work. Right, right. They needed something to keep their mind off of, uh, you know, the, the hurt. No, they yeah. start they, they start enjoying the ability to go out with their guys again. <laughs> sure. Or, you know, hey, listen, the relationship, it's it's a distraction. You spend time, got put in, you know, spend time with another person, but it does you might, it's distracting. So who knows? Who knows what, what this could do to him? Could be could have a positive athletic effect on him. I, and I if that gotta happens, be honest, I didn't think about this until yeah, uh, right yeah, now. Yeah, no, and I and go, I, I always cite the Matt Kemp examples. Like the moment he broke up with Rihanna, man, that guy he started he started, his average went up like fifty points. Wait, I thought I thought Rihanna was uh, dating Chris Brown at that at that time. Um. I think this was after I'm gonna have to look this up. This was a long time ago, so I, I, because I know Matt Camp had a crazy 2018. Right. I'm going way back. I'm going back to 2011. Oh, 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 oh that Matt Camp. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My. Okay. Okay, yeah. But, yeah, 2011. 2011, I I believe let's, Matt let's Kemp. Let's go back. To, let's go to old baseball reference here. 2011, he was second place for MVP behind. Uh, oh, yeah. He had 324. He had 39 home runs. He had 126 RBIs. <laughs> he uh went OPS of uh 0.986 yeah he he helped me win my fantasy league that year so I keep hearing that Matt Kemp was robbed but, of MVP uh, from by uh Ryan Braun 
The juicer? Yes. <laughs> the juicer, yes. Yeah. And compare that. Yeah, uh, let's, yeah let's, the, the, and, the Hebrew uh, the Hebrew hammer. So I'm just citing Ryan examples Brian. here. And I mean, he was a he was a Jew, sir. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying examples. Uh, Matt Kemp starts dating Rihanna. They're going out in 2010. Matt Kemp 2010 hit 249 with 28 home runs and an OPS of point seven seven six zero. Yeah, not good. Pretty pedestrian. Yeah, you know, the home runs are are, are great. He played every game that year, so he didn't. He wasn't injured, except for maybe his head was being messed around a little bit by this uh, this hot and heavy relationship. <laughs> Breaks up with her and has a uh, 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 MVP caliber season. Dating, uh, the dating Rihanna, that's gotta be. That's that's, that, that's gotta be work, man. Yeah, that's gotta be work. That's you know, I've never dated Rihanna. I'll never date Rihanna, no. but um, that's gotta be work, and it's distracting. Uh, and I think. I don't. We don't condone what Chris Brown did, by the way. No, no, and you know, just for comparison, 2009 Matt Kemp at 297 with uh, 26 home runs and 0.842 OPS. You know, you came in tenth in MVP voting. So, um, you know, sometimes breakups can be good. Yep. For sports, <laughs> for, for sports, for your a player on your favorite team. So yes, yeah. And, you know, if, if this, in fact, reflects in Subban's numbers, we're going to go back and cite yes. this as perhaps a turning point. So, yes, we're going to cite this breakup with Lindsey Vaughn. Yeah. As, yeah. I, you know, you know, other than that, I hope he's doing fine mentally. I'm sure he is. He's a grown man, yeah. professional athlete. He's got a lot going Just got for him. done with a, after breaking up, after breaking, breaking off an engagement, that means something went that, really wrong. In general, yeah. So, um, yeah, so we'll, we'll, I mean, yeah. you know what we... Who knows, maybe uh, Lindsey Vaughn, who knows, maybe Lindsey Vaughn saw Jack Hughes with the new muscle mash, you know. Uh, <laughs> He's 19. One thing left Jack, to no, no, Jack, don't get distracted. <laughs> Jack, we need you on the ice. We need you to be focused. You got plenty of time for that. <laughs> no, what, no, I'm saying what if there was a Roger Dorn situation. Jack, Jack, <laughs> focus on hockey. Focus on hockey. You spend all this time getting 14 pounds of muscle mass. Focus on hockey. You can have fun in the off season. How about yes? Yeah. yeah. All right. So we've been talking for hockey for an awful long time. We got right. we got to talk about football. Yeah, yeah. It sucks. Okay. The Giants missed the playoffs. They beat the Cowboys though, which uh, they did. They almost lost though. They uh, how, almost lost. How, you were sweat. You had to be <laughs> sweating. Wait, Wayne Gallman. Wayne Gallman's ass cheeks. I can't talk about football for a while because I gotta I gotta get out a little early. But Wayne Goldman's ass cheeks saved both the Giants at the time playoff hopes and yeah. the Cowboys tank. Right. Which I I have a few friends, uh, Cowboys fans. They were they really wanted the Cowboys to lose to get Patrick Sertan, and well, I get that. Well, there you go. You got what you wanted. Although, at least, at least they made it. At least they were, they played yeah. with their hearts. Yes. At least they tried to win. Yes. At least they tried to they tried win. win. And <laughs> Cowboys inch within one one point. They go <laughs> they 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 go up uh you know, they, they get as close as nineteen twenty. Nineteen to twenty. With playoff indication uh implications. Uh I I trying to remember what your tweets were at the moment, if you were oh, sweating no. or not. I, I wasn't. Tweet, I wasn't tweeting a lot during that game okay. because I was. You were torn. watching. Yes, I you was were, torn. You were torn. torn. I remember the game starts. 
Giants score on their opening drive, and you're like, why, why are they scoring points on the one day I don't want them to score points? Um, but they, I mean, they, they put on a pretty good show going up at one point, 20 to six. Um, and, and Cowboys look pretty terrible up until this point. Oh my God, yeah. And then I don't know what happened. Like they watched rock the end of Rocky four or something. Yeah. Then, you know, passes started being complete. I don't, I don't know if stuff started happening and. Then the game got close, and oh, and I mean, it got it couldn't uh, have gotten closer. Yeah, yeah, but um, Xavier McKinney gets his first career interception. Wayne Gallman, (laughs) that happened, and then they kneeled out the game. Giants finished year six and ten, and then later the Washington football team finished his business. So, so we're waiting. We're waiting for the eight twenty game. Yes, I sit there. Day before school starts right. back up again after two and a half weeks, and and, and at this point, uh, you know, I'm not even, you know, I, I I'm not a Giants fan, but I wanted them to. I really want. I, I stated this last week. I really wanted them to make the playoffs. Just, uh, um, I mean, not only to have something to talk to talk about. I mean, I, hey man, I've been invested it in this been team fun. all year. I, mean, I think it would have been fun. It would have been funny. It would have been, been so hilarious. At, like, oh at, my god. My shitty six and ten team in the made playoffs. The playoffs. Yeah, after my a, shitty after a giant. horrendous okay. start. Okay, okay. Uh, to think about that, my shitty Giants going to the playoffs were guys like Russell Wilson and Patrick <laughs> yeah. Mahomes right. and Lamar Jackson, right. Tom Brady. Like <laughs> those guys were were good players. Right. Like that play, my shitty Giants led by Daniel Jones. Right. Playing, playing in the same with half a leg. Yes, playing <laughs> with those teams, man, that's that would have been funny. And Barkley out for the season in, yeah. in the second game. Storybook, it, 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 storybook. Uh, story you couldn't have not, dreamed this. It's not a storybook as okay. The football well, okay, team, maybe a little tattered I storybook. I am not. I am fell not, in the puddle. No, I am not <laughs> pissed off at at the football team at all. Alex Smith and Ron Rivera, they absolutely deserve this. Uh, yes, and the guy almost died, for God's sake. Yes. So for, yeah. Alex Smith and Ron Rivera both had life-threatening situations. Right. That is storybook. However, going into that game, I was like, all right, there's a chance. We had hope. I watched that game. And I was like, oh, my God. Hoping, wanting the Eagles to, to win. I literally tweeted the lyrics to "Fly Eagles Fly." I you're insane. I was singing. I was singing. I was singing. Fly Eagles Fly. I saw that. What the hell is my problem? You had hope, my friend. Uh, yep. yep. You had hope, and then I was the idiot that had hope. And for a little bit, those hopes were were almost were looking good. I was like, "Oh my god, they're leading! They're leading! They're leading!" Good. They yeah, they went up ten. They went up ten zip, and uh, and uh, sorry, got my, my volume here. They went ten zip in the first quarter. I'm like, wow, it's looking pretty good. Washington not uh, not looking great. Uh, Jalen Hurts had two touchdown runs, and you figured, wow, this guy's the only reason that they have points. Yeah. Um, sorry, Washington went up, but then yeah. Philly, Philly and, took a lead. And if you're okay, and if you're Doug Peterson in that situation, do you do you uh, keep the quarterback? Is the only reason you have points in the game, or do you take him <laughs> out for well, not depend- even Carson Wentz? Yeah, Nate 
Sudfeld. Right. Was not taking a snap all season. Well, I assume he's at least to come into some game where Carson Wentz got benched, but but I I wouldn't die if Nate Sudfeld came to a game <laughs> earlier this season. But yeah, what dude? But, well, it the, depends on what your motivations are, and that's what's at play. And the drug Pearson was blatantly tanking. <laughs> there, yeah, <laughs> there, there's, and I get that. Believe me, brother, I get you. Uh, I mean, uh, to move up three spots in the draft, absolutely. When. Okay, when the difference is Devontae Smith, who just won the Heisman, right. by the way, Devontae mm-hmm. Smith, and not Devontae Smith, right? then you're kind of in toward tanking. Sure. So, and all the Giants are just so pissed off. Dude, we went 6-10. and 10. We, that, yeah. we, we dug our grave right. for you know, us. Do you, did you deserve to go to the playoffs with a 6-10 record? No. No, absolutely I, not. Of course, I wanted to make the playoffs, but yeah. I'm not I'm not mad that we didn't make it. Sure. And to, and we didn't deserve to make it, quite frankly. We, we're we not... This is not a playoff caliber team. There's this, no, this, this team wasn't playoff caliber. Are they the best team in the division? Were they the... In my opinion, were they the best team in the division this year? Probably. Probably, I'd say, at the Giants, were the most well-oiled, convincing team at, in the division. At this point? Yes. At the end of Week 17? Yes. I yes. believe so. I believe so. However, <laughs> um, didn't work out that way, playoff-wise. And, uh, yeah, a lot of... Lot of uh, a lot of controversy. I'm not going to play the whole tweet, but uh, this is uh, this is Joe Judge. Uh, to disrespect the game by going out there and not competing for 60 minutes and doing everything you can to help those players win, we will never do that as long as I'm the head coach of the New York Giants. I love Joe Judge. <laughs> I love, I love that. That Dude, I love. That. That is a leader. I love that. No matter what he thinks for real, that's what you got to say. Dude, that. But... In the tone and manner, and look that look that pissed off look he's got. Dude. He meant it. Yes, and Joe I, lo- Judge I love that. Is a how we, the Giants have been looking for so much. Um, it, the Giants have been going through a big, big coaching search ever since Tom Coughlin uh, resigned right. after twenty fifteen. <laughs> right. Okay. And. Um, we went through McAdoo. <laughs> McAdoo. He shall not be named right. at McAdoo. Asshole. Yeah. Um, and then Pat Shermer, less of an asshole. Right. But, um, wasn't good. He was, he tried to be a player's coach and just so much bad happened. They didn't take him seriously. They played really bad football under him. And then Joe Judge comes in. The Giants going 6-10 and 10 isn't a problem on Joe Judge. It's not the structure on the team. It's a lack of talent. Yeah. Well, it's more Jason Garrett. <laughs> right. More Jason Garrett, if anything, who I've been hearing is going to stay. Which Okay, so he's not. He's, interv- he's, he's interviewing. Uh, or, okay, or if is he, he? If he goes to the Chargers, which I don't think he will. Okay. If he goes to the Chargers, yay. Because <laughs> then Gellman would be forced to hire a new offensive coordinator. Right. Uh, he is also staying. <laughs> But those are the consequences, okay? Sure. And, like, sure, you can want to win games, but those are the consequences that come with winning. Sure. So. <laughs> the, yeah. Uh, yeah, good or bad, 
those are the consequences. Yes. And Gelman, I'd like to think rationally about him real quick because even though the guy is a total clown most of the time, he kind of with a last gasp for air, um, he kind of, he put together a solid offseason. Um, you know, the drafting of Andrew Thomas, which looked terrible at the beginning of the year, um, kind of looked better and better and better as the year went on. But also the free agency, um, Bradbury, who's been a total hit, Lara Williams franchising him, who at the, at, at the time I thought it was stupid. Worked eleven yeah. and a half sacks. Former Jan Bob secret stash guest, Leonard Williams. By the way, I, uh, M- MVP of the team in my mind. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, Brad, my opinion is Bradbury. Brad Bradbury is the best player on this team. With with while Barkley's out. All right. Well, I mean, yes. But uh, I, Leonard Williams had a hell of a year on a on a, on a, on a six and ten team. Good on him. Uh, John Mara on why I decided to keep Dave Gettleman. I just didn't think that making a change at this time would be beneficial. Oh, <laughs> it's very as a very political statement, very uh, neutral political statement. Oh, um, and then look, he, he's Dude, a, what, what the hell happened to the Mara family? <laughs> Remember when they were one of the best families in football? Remember the. The, the great string of guys. Sure. Like generations of integrity, respect, and greatness. Right. And Mara and John, John Mara was following that line. Yeah. He won a couple of Super Bowls. He had some clout. But, but I don't know what the hell happened to him. He's becoming complacent. Yeah. When you're six and ten and you. That's, yeah. And you don't do, make, you don't do anything. That's yeah. complacency. Yes. And, and he's a nepotist. He's a nepotism. <laughs> that, that usually doesn't work out well. Yeah, Dave Gellman is there because he was, uh, oh, he's been with the organization forever. And uh, I'm just going to flex a little bit of my insider muscles real yes, quick. Yes, please. Um, I have someone in my family works in, like, job evaluation for certain um, companies okay. and organizations. And um, the company did a... Um, um, a a kind of evaluation of the Giants organization, and as you know, the Giants haven't been really good, and they they look at guys and it's like, dude, he's not doing his job right. It's like, oh yeah, he's so and so. He's been with the he's been here for thirty four years. Yeah. We're not gonna fire him. And the Giants, that family crap, that works when the guys that you hire are good. Well, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. But yeah, <laughs> they're good. You keep them. They're bad. But you get rid of them. But except loyalty, that they're family, I guess. Lo- so. Loyalty, loyalty is good. Loyalty is good when it's used the right way. Sure, but and the yeah. Giants—they're—they're they're a family-oriented organization, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Uh, John Mary, stealing our word here. Uh, I think given the fan mail I've received, most of our fans believe we're making progress. Well, yeah, no shit. No, <laughs> no shit. I mean, 6 and 10 after 4 and 12. Technically, that's progress. Yeah. 
Oh, God, it's Dave Gettleman. Yes, I just want to keep going. I don't know where this retirement stuff came from. It came from the fans, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, it came from the people that wanted you gone. Yeah, exactly. Damn. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. Idiot. Clown. Right. Yeah. So, I think, what, at what, I mean, I, I was going to be, I was going to ask you, at what point did you realize that it was like, wait a minute, they're tanking this game. This is, it's all over. When they put in Nate Sutton. Yeah, I, I, was, I think I saw your tweet. It's like, what the, what? Like, what, are you, what are you doing? It's like, oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're tanking. Yeah. I mean, to me, you know, is it much different? You know, you've made the playoffs. You put in your third stringers so no one gets injured. So you're not playing to win at that point. You're, you're playing. You're just playing the game out. No, is it that much? To keep your guys healthy. Right. Is it that much different uh, than I mean, maybe. tanking for a draft pick? Maybe. Maybe. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, people are open arms. But I mean, there's nothing really you can do. What do you want to go to a? a what do you start putting putting out ping pong balls now? And like, <laughs> no. no, no, not happening. No way, not happening. Um, well, I mean, for it to be even this close, you got to be a little happy about that. Mm. I mean, <laughs> the circ. I mean, if, ex- if very weird circumstances, but up until the last game, they were in contention, <laughs> which sounds weird. I mean, how everything I'm, started. I'm, I'm, I mean, it's kind of good to look at the Giants as something other than a basement dweller again. Yeah. Which I'm happy about. Six I'm and like, ten. So, you know, maybe next year they go 500. Next year? Next year I'm optimistic about next year because the draft, the Giants could go a lot of directions with this pick. Right. Where does this put and, them? And um, they're ele- 11th overall. 11th, okay. Which is still a good pick. Right. And... Devontae Smith and Jamar Chase are completely out of the question. Although Chase, Chase is a guy I've been saying for months after he opted out of the season. I think he's one of those. You know, there's one guy in every draft in every league. Sure, that drops for some reason. And like last year, it was Isaiah Simmons. The year before, it was uh, Josh Allen. The Year before that, it was um, shit. I can't remember, but but or Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen was no. the guy that dropped in twenty eighteen, twenty seventeen. It was OJ Howard, and and every year there's and the year before I think it was a Miles Jack. God, he was projected to be a first round pick. He didn't no. get picked until the second round. Right. So it was projected to be like a top fifteen pick. Didn't get didn't get snagged up until the second round by a team that was mocked to take him fifth. <laughs> Right. So yeah, um, at this point, um, my my three candidates are uh, Gregory Rousseau, okay, out of my ML. Though I've been hearing some suspect stuff about him. Quiddy Pay, edge rusher out of Michigan, although he doesn't get a lot of pressure. I'd like um. In the first round, we're looking at mock. It's mock draft season. It is right mock now. draft season. Welcome to mock draft season. Everybody. Right. Welcome to draft season. In terms um, of Giants coverage, that's all we're going to be talking about for. Yeah, I mean. Weeks. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. This mock at CBS Sports. Okay, CBS Sports is stupid. They have them taking Kyle Pitts. Yeah, tight end. Tight end, really? I do not want Kyle Pitts. That's a Gettleman pick, but. 
I do not want Kyle Pitts. I've heard he's uh, good. He's 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 absurdly absurdly similar to Evan Engram. And oh can he catch the ball? My God, can he catch? <laughs> I I hope. <laughs> okay, but but um, Pitts. He's a big guy. They they probably move him to wide receiver because he can't block. But I mean, with Pitts, uh, if anything, I'd have them. Reaching for Jalen Waddle, right? Who before the injury was seen as one of the best, who's seen as the best receiver in this draft class. This mock, okay, this mock is so stupid. They have the Panthers picking Trey Lance <laughs> eighth overall. Yeah, yeah, dude. Trey I, Lance yeah, sucks. Listen, yeah, this is very early. Um, I don't put a lot of stock in when the most recent sports, when, when the most recent quarterback to come out of your program is Carson Wentz, then <laughs> then yeah, you shouldn't be drafted too high. Yeah, for sure. So, <laughs> uh, well, it'll, this this will be uh, this will be interesting. Now we um, got also this mock has from Jamar Chase going to have Devontae Smith, dude. What the hell? Yeah, come on. <laughs> Although Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, that could be good. Um, but yeah, um, it's yeah. So um, good, Joe Burrow it, and Devonta like Smith Joe Burrow, too. Joe Burrow, yeah. <laughs> but too. yeah, the Giants. I want them to go after either a receiver or an edge rusher in this draft, um, or possibly trading back. Um, but as of right now, I've been thinking my number one guy would probably be Jalen Waddle. Yeah, because he's just so explosive. I, I've seen some game game of him and. He, it, it's really good for all the Odell nostalgists because he's the closest thing to Odell in this draft. He's explosive. Although he just broke his ankle, he is a truly explosive player. And, and you know, a guy with a ball in his hands, a little bit of space, look out. Right. Like Jalen Ball is that kind of receiver. And I think Jones, um, there's not really a deep ball guy in an offense that doesn't throw a lot of deep balls. Nope. Hello, Jason Garrett. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I'm, um, I'm sorry for um, playoff predictions. I don't have enough time to cover that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Nah, you know, we'll, uh, we'll, t- we'll talk about. Talk but about I'm, I'm just going to be brief. I'm not going to have any reasoning. Uh, I'm just going to pick my my teams that I think right, are going to win. Uh, uh, lightning round. Uh, Bills, Seahawks, Buccaneers, Titans. Oh, Titans Saints, over the Ravens, huh? Titans, Saints, and Steelers. Wow, Steelers. Picking the Steelers over the... Dude, the, the Browns... Kevin Stefanski got COVID. I forgot about that. Kevin <laughs> Stefanski got COVID. I was close to picking the Bears over the Saints, but... Dude, it's the Saints. Yeah, I know. There's got to be... You know, but happens every, there's got to be a couple up, but one if not two here somewhere. Um... But yeah, there's just. I I'd love to see Washington beat the Buccaneers. That'd be so funny. Love to see that. But, that would be great. <laughs> but yeah, just uh, I'm doing quick lightning round predictions and no. Uh, how about you do a lightning round? Uh, I I'll go. Uh, I'm gonna let's see as it Bills, Seahawks, Washington, <laughs> Ravens, Saints. And with the, the information you just gave me, yeah, I'll go to the Steelers. I just, uh, I don't know. I think the Steelers are like the Canadian hockey team. They have really not been challenged this year, in my opinion. Yeah. 
But anyways. I think the Steelers. I think there's some smoke screens going on here. I don't think the Steelers. Uh, they're definitely not as good as their 12 and four record uh, would uh, would indicate, in my opinion. But um, I'll predict it's a close game. How about that? But I yeah. think the Steelers pull it out for sure. Right, anyways, um, yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, merch link below. Yes. Uh, we've got got new designs. Should be pumping out new designs every week and community suggestions. Give them to me. Yeah, for sure. Give them to me for sure. And you have give the them. if you have the logo done up already, you give those to him too. But yeah, there's a shoot. I might if I have some extra time, I might design up some stuff too. I would love to. Uh, <laughs> Fuck, dude, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but the uh, the the main logo, those are uh, that that I sent over to you. Uh, those are on. Those are available. Those are available now. Um, yeah. The the yep. logo, the show taking over the, yeah. the sports world, everybody. Yes. The number one. Number one yeah, show the, on the on our network. Yeah, uh, the, the number one numbers. The number one show on the Shared Universe Podcast Network. Yeah. Um and uh, you know, depending on what ranking you look at, uh, you know, my uh, could could be uh, get inching close to PTI, Rich Eisen, you know, I, again, you know, depends guys on like what that. You, yeah, guys like that, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, who are getting, you know, getting paid yeah. a lot more than we are, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, from Ming Chen and the Shared Universe Podcast Studio, I'm Cameron Woolley. He's like, subscribe, ring that notification bell. Share. Put it on your Instagram stories, Twitters, Snapchats. Do whatever. Just get, get out. Spread the news. Do whatever you can. Get our views up. We had a good year last year. Let's hope we have a good year this year. Let's hope we have an even better year. Yep. I'm saying we're at 42 subs right now. I want to get to 1,000 by the end of the year. Let's get to 1,000. Okay. Well, then you can start monetizing. Get to 1,000 <laughs> subs, yes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. Stay classy, New Jersey.